will and Christian will will and Christian will and Christian will will and Christian will and Christian in the morning. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. My voice started to go there. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Will and Christian in the morning. As always, I'm Christian. I'm Will. And it's been a hot second. You know, it's been a couple days since our last episode. <laughs> I, I you know. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, I know it's been a while. I'm just kidding. But um, we're back, and it's good to be back. So, let's get right into it. Will, have you been? Busy, as I always am. But this semester has been, like, crazy, crazy busy. I don't know about you, but a lot of people I've talked to, like, first week of the semester usually is pretty much a breeze and so far like it's just been crazy but mm. getting a lot done at my internship and just schoolwork in general so while i'm busy it's it's good busy i guess um That's but I'm, I'm glad to be back what about you yeah um i'm also doing pretty well uh i'm also pretty busy you know it's midterms week everything is um i think you're ringing <laughs> yeah. oh that's what that is um, you know, everything is starting to, you know, catch up to me and all this work, but, uh, you know, I think I'm starting to get over the hump. So probably by next week, things will be better, but I, it's just very nice to be back in the studio. Yeah. Um, you know, doing these live shows for everybody. Um, yeah. So let's just hop right into it. So we got some pre-show news, some fairly old, some new, uh, but let's just hop into it. So this is one of the old news from a while back, but I wanted to bring it up because I just thought it was interesting. So uh, everybody's favorite biracial rapper, Mr. Bobby, I ain't playing games lest we talk in Fortnite, Tarantino logic <laughs> is kind of back from his hiatus. Uh, he dropped his last album. I think it was called No Pressure, Something Pressure. Uh, a while back and he said that would be his last album and he sort of disappeared because he wanted to work you know, uh, take care of his family but he dropped a surprise project not as himself but as an alter ego named Dr. Destruction or Doc D and this mixtape was released on SoundCloud and some other uh, platforms like that it's called Planetary Destruction um, I listened to it um, you know what here I'll plug this so for 2021 oh, i think man. i mentioned i might have mentioned this back in december january for my i guess it's a new year's resolution um i'm listening to a new album every day of 2021 and i'm reviewing them on my tiktok so you can go follow me at cpeen does music so this is one of the ones that i reviewed and it's it's a lot different than his other stuff it's um it's very i guess kind of conceptual i think the whole concept is like Doc D is a villain that um, went back in time, or he's going to all these different universes to get reve infinite revenge on his ex for dumping him. So he's gathering up all this, like, all these weapons and stuff to go to infinite universes to enact infinite revenge on his infinite ex-girlfriends. It's kind of an interesting concept, but uh, the music is a lot different. It's more kind of like an MF Doom kind of thing, lots of samples. Uh, he has a lot of like distorted distortion in his voice to sort of mask his voice. Uh, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, so, uh, and I'm interested to see more of this logic, but, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I know that was kind of old news, but I thought it was, uh, interesting to bring up. Yeah, but, yeah, definitely. Okay. So this is a bit newer. <laughs> Some of it's older, but we're back in the land of reboots and spinoffs and sequels as if they ever left, but since more movies are like start and shows are starting to be like produced now as things with COVID are getting better, we're hearing more about them. So um, there's been a f there's been a bit more news on that that SpongeBob like prequel show Camp Coral. It looks stupid. That's bad. Um, and I guess so. On at the Super Bowl, there was a big commercial for Paramount Plus, which was a thing that I didn't know about. Um, so that's where like all those shows are going to be on. <clears throat> We we thought that it looked like a, a PS2 game. Uh, the, the, oh my god! It's just it's the graphics are so bad. It's like the same kind of 
animation styles to this third SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. Uh, but it just it doesn't look good. It doesn't. Um, it's I weird. mean, I guess it's for young children. But, yeah, but uh, I saw this thing um, on Instagram. I think it was on either Nickelodeon. I think it was on the official SpongeBob Instagram, and it was Tom Kenny, you know, the voice of SpongeBob, uh, answering questions about this new thing. And it was all like lore questions, kind of, because it was like, um, so he was like, a lot of people have been asking, like, uh, why is SpongeBob meeting Gary at camp? Didn't he adopt him as an adult? Or why is Sandy at camp with SpongeBob? Didn't they meet when they were adults? So it's like all these, all this continuity stuff from the original show that like they're abandoning for this thing. So, and he's like, oh, uh, it'll be explained. I can't say much, but. It'll be explained. Money so. is money. <laughs> money. Hello, I yeah. like money. Um, so that looks bad. <clears throat> and then there's uh an iCarly reboot that's coming to Paramount Plus. Also, they just put the show on Netflix. Um, at least like a couple seasons. So I know I have been going back and watching some like episodes from mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I know some other people have too. So a nice like nostalgia boost. But um, they're all coming back as adults. Oh, everyone except for Jeanette McCurdy is coming back because she... She's done with acting. Yeah, she's talked about it like she hated being on the show mm-hmm. and like it did a bunch of... She has a bunch of trauma from it, but yeah. um, everyone, pretty much everyone else is coming back, it sounds <laughs> like. And they haven't made it clear if it's going to be like for kids again or if it's going to be just the same characters doing adult things. I think that would be funnier. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll see. But... So that's coming. Uh, they haven't even said one. I think it's just started filming, but that's going to be on Paramount Plus. And then they're making a, a Patrick show on oh Paramount God. Plus. I don't know anything about it, but it looks bad. So um, the concept is that I think it might take place before SpongeBob, um, as if this timeline really matters. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's like Patrick is living at home with his parents and his grandpa and his little sister, who's like a squid. Which, but like the whole concept is that he has like a talk show, uh, in his bedroom, and like all of his, like his family is like supporting him with it or something. I don't know. Sounds like us. <laughs> I guess so, but worse. But it's called the Patrick Star Show. Um, it looks like the original animation or like the traditional SpongeBob animation style instead of this weird 3D CGI kind of thing. So that's good, I guess. But. Uh, I'm not gonna kill the show. Like it's done. It's been 20 plus years. Like let it was bad after like a few years after it started. Just end it. It needs to end. You know, Steve Hillenberg, rest in peace, is gone. Just he wouldn't have wanted this thing. I think I saw um, an interview with one of the writers for SpongeBob, Paul Tibbet. He said that um, he had a conversation with Steven Hillenberg a while back and. Uh, he was like, oh, he was saying like he never wanted um, them to like spin off SpongeBob. He's yeah. like, oh, they're going to like make a young SpongeBob or something. And they did. And they did, but, but it's exactly what he did not want. So that's lame. Then, Nickelodeon. Yeah. And then the last thing um, coming to America now has a sequel coming to America. I like that title a lot. It's, um, like, uh, it's like Madagascar Escape to Africa. Yeah. Very funny. So that's out now. I think it came out a bit early on uh, Amazon Prime. So I guess it's like the, the Borat 2 kind of treatment where they have the original on there and then they put the new one out for free if you're a Prime subscriber. I've never seen the first one. Our roommate in front of the pod, Matthew, keeps telling me that I have to watch the first one, that it's really good. So I'll probably watch that soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll check out the new one. I don't know if it's any good. I haven't heard much about it, but just, I don't know. I liked Borat too. So if this is anything similar to that and the way they're doing it, then it could be good. But yeah, yeah we'll so see. we're in we're in reboot spinoff land. Yet again. Um, I guess another sequel, but something that, you know, I think is exciting. Um, Edgar Wright has written the script for the Baby Driver sequel. Um, so I don't really know anything about it, but he said it's written. So maybe that'll start soon. Although, um, I think there was some trouble with Ansel Aragorn, whatever. I never know how to say his name. I don't know, but I, there's been some controversy with him. I guess I forget what it was, but Uh-oh. there's some stuff was on Twitter, so I'm a little worried. Uh, I 
I don't know exactly what happened, but like something happened. So he'll be replaced with Alden Aaron or whatever the guy's name Alden. is from Solo. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. And then I guess we don't have to worry about Kevin Spacey because you know what happened in the first movie and real life. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, what do you mean? Well, no, like in the movie, like Kevin Spacey. Spoiler alert for the first Baby Driver movie. Like his character dies. Yeah, so. but they wouldn't bring him back. Anyway. Well, no, they wouldn't. But, <laughs> yeah. but not like they don't have to worry yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. It's like uh, at the beginning of the movie. Unfortunately, whatever his name was, died off screen yeah. doing a heist or something. Oh, that's another thing. Oh, that we I didn't put down. We should probably talk about that. Go yeah. Ahead. So, uh, <clears throat> Lucasfilm recently, um, I don't know what, what exactly. It was a few weeks ago. They announced that what is her name, Gina Carano? <clears throat> yeah. Who plays Cara Dune on The Mandalorian, who was a big like part of this past season, mm-hmm. will not be in the series going forward. Or any other Lucasfilm project. Yeah. Because of stuff she said on Twitter. Mm-hmm. People have said that it sounded like Lucasfilm was just trying to find a reason to fire her. And one tweet that she made kind of broke the camel's back, the straw that broke the camel's back. So mm-hmm. she's just been suddenly fired. And. Everyone on Twitter was going off like Christian. There, you, he kind of mentioned there was a tw- uh, meme where it's the opening crawl for Star Wars, and it said like, uh, "Unfortunately, Cara Dune has died in like an X-wing crash at the end." And then the <laughs> just show ends. Yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like this isn't really a show where we would like talk about like the no, reasoning behind yeah. it, but just like you know, we're reporting the news. Uh, but like that happened, and you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, moving on. Um, so there was a little bit of a goof on uh, I love this. HBO Max's part. So um, there's a new Tom and Jerry movie, Tom and Jerry the movie. It's just a weird uh, mix of like CGI Tom and Jerry and like live action. It looks like unfinished CGI. It looks Tom really weird, but um, that released on HBO recently. So uh, fans went to go watch it and they had an interesting surprise when they clicked Tom and Jerry you know, it says the title Tom and Jerry but what actually played was Zack Snyder's Justice League <laughs> so I think that's pretty funny you know uh, you sit down with your family to watch um, watch a fun family movie Tom and Jerry goofing around and you see Batman like murdering people Batman doesn't murder what are you talking about well he's not supposed to but like doesn't he I think he like does it in Zach's in like Justice League or maybe uh I don't remember. I don't follow yeah. these movies. I, I I've heard that people Batman breaks that rule in these oh. movies. I don't know, but I, I I mean I haven't watched it, and I'm not going to watch this four hour. I movie. might honestly uh, just because I well, well I would want to I would have to watch maybe not because I feel like I'd have to watch the one that came out mm-hmm. and then the new one to see the differences. I saw um this morning. I think his name is Ray Fisher, the guy who plays Cyborg, mm-hmm. and in the movie he. Put like a little video on his Instagram saying like, <clears throat> guys, I just finished the four hour Zack Snyder cut. He's like, honestly, I want to go watch it again. He's like, I know that's four hours. I'm never going to get it back, but it was worth every minute. Some people have said it's really good. <clears throat> that's interesting. But I'm, I'm, I'm tempted. I don't know. There's a, I know there's a lot of like history of like med, studio meddling and stuff. And I know mm. like Joss Whedon had to like change the majority of the movie. But yeah. I I just find it funny the situation because it's like leaker paradise because everyone knows that I end up finding spoilers I don't mean to find yeah. which I haven't really for Falcon and Winter Soldier but um, everyone online's like posting scenes from the movie the week before it comes out mm. of like the big reveals and everything and I'm like yeah nice yeah but speaking of Falcon and Winter Soldier um yeah so WandaVision's all finished up and we'll be talking about that but next week next Friday. First episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier premieres. Um, I feel like we'll talk more about this toward the end of the episode. Yeah, but um, I am excited for it. I'm more excited than I was before because they released a clip of Bucky and Sam just kind of like talking. But it's like it's it seems like uh, a Sean and Gus type relationship, like from Psych. So uh, it seems to be like more comedic, kind of goofy action. Um, and I know we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this uh, at the end, but it seems like it's going to be more just like a straightforward like action story instead of like all this mystery and 
stuff from WandaVision, so... I, I think there'll still be some reveals and stuff <clears throat> oh, that yeah, I don't probably. know about, but I'm glad I don't. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. Let's... Let's not... Let's not fake wood. There's no know. wood here. There, we got some wood. Okay. There we go. But, uh, so that premieres next week, and that's going to be six weeks, six episodes. And then after that, May 7th, Black Widow. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. This is like the third time it's supposed to be premiering. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so today's... Okay, um, we're just making sure the recording's going well. Um, today's episode... <laughs> when we first came back for the one episode so far this semester, we did a little like recap of what we had seen in the first couple episodes of WandaVision, but now it's over, so we're going to spend this episode talking all about WandaVision. Because there is a lot to talk so about. So much. <laughs> in these nine episodes. Um... Yeah, so let's. How about let's start overall. Will, what did you think of the show overall? I overall really enjoyed it. But Wait, spoilers. I, I feel yes, like that. I mean, like if I feel like everybody's seen it who wants to see it. And if someone's clicking, or, if someone's watching later, clicking on this episode yeah. that says like WandaVision, then you're gonna know. Yeah. that we're gonna so, talk about it. Starting now until the end. Spoilers for WandaVision. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. What do you no, think? You're good. Um, overall, I really liked it. I think um, the middle of the season, I guess, or series was the peak for me. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about it. But the end kind of disappointed me a little bit. And that kind of affected the whole show overall. But still, overall, I really, really enjoyed it. What about you? Um, yeah, same sort of thing. I feel like it was sort of like a nice bell curve. Like, you know, it went up. And like I think I agree. I think the middle of the season was like the high point. Then it like dipped down a little bit, but like I think the finale was like I know they had to like do some reshoots and like they couldn't do some things because of uh, COVID and they had some restrictions. But I think for what it is, it's good. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are just pissed that they were wrong about their theories, and we're gonna talk about those theories. Uh, but. So I'm sort of thinking, like, objectively, I think it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, there could have been other things that they had done. But overall, very good. And yes. it was a very good first Marvel show. And I'm very excited for these to see these shows uh, in the future that can, like, really focus on these other characters. Because this yeah. gave a lot. I, it's called WandaVision, but it's, like, mostly about Wanda. And it gave, like, a lot of character growth for her. Yeah, definitely. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so we, you know, our house, the Nutshack, uh, we all uh, are Marvel fans. Will and I more so, but um, friends of the pod, Max and Matthew, we all kind of watched the show together every week. Um, so we kind of had that atmosphere at the house. You know, we discuss these theories with each other. We'd make predictions. Uh, we'd point out little things in the show. So um, it was a lot of fun to sort of watch together. And I think we will be doing that for like the other shows too. Yeah. I mean, at first, I think it was when we first got here, I think like the third episode came out the week that school started. And Christian, you would watch it with your family. And I would, I would usually just watch it on my own. And then <laughs> I think one time I was watching it downstairs like the next week. And Matthew came down, who I don't think he had watched any episodes yet. And he just kind of sat down and watched and was like, wow, like, this show's really good. I'm going to watch this with you guys now. So, like, ever since, like, we would rewatch the episodes from Max and Matthew that, like, mm-hmm. we hadn't watched. And then we all, me, Max, and Matthew started watching afterwards, like, every week. And it became, like, a little house ritual of, like, after my class, I'd, you know, do whatever I had to do and then come downstairs, mm-hmm. watch WandaVision. Um, and it was just, like, I feel like we haven't had something like that where we, like, we've watched community and stuff like that yeah but that's just sort of on occasion whenever we can but this is like a set weekly thing like every friday we sit down and watch wandavision Mm -hmm. um and then another friend of the pod james the berg he also would join the discussion you know we'd watch will and i would watch the episode and then we text jimmy about it like hey what'd you think of this he would usually watch it very early on so we'd get a good idea of like whether it's good or not that good uh, early on. So we sort of like set our expectations before watching it. Yeah. I think it was a good system. Yeah. Jimmy, I would, Jimmy <laughs> would always give me like f- misleading hints about the show. Um, 
and that would usually hype me up because like he would never actually tell me anything that happens but he'd be like well mm-hmm. maybe like this and then i'd have to i would have to work for like the first five hours of the day and then go to class so it would always be just like at the top of my mind like what's gonna like what's gonna happen in this episode and mm-hmm. speaking of that um a big thing that happened <laughs> is that i almost saw a bunch of spoilers again for this show. so listen Will. so uh I don't know. That's just like, I like sometimes go, I like the leak culture and mm-hmm. some stuff ahead of time leak. Like people found out that a certain person was going to be in the show, but didn't know exactly how, or mm-hmm. people, you know, like certain plot points. And then as the show continued, a huge leak came out for like the, the recap of for episode seven and that gave away stuff. And I didn't watch it, oh, but I saw gosh. pictures of it. <laughs> And, <sighs> but it turned out at the end of the season that like 90% of the leaks were fake. So Good. a lot of the stuff that I saw didn't happen anyway. And it was funny mm. watching everyone like lose their mind over it. Actually. Yeah. Like what were some of the incorrect leaks for the finale? Um, well, this is just for the show overall. Oh. Some like very <clears throat> credible sources were saying that like nightmare was going to be the main villain mm-hmm. that mephisto was going to show up oh mephisto. everyone was saying everyone was saying for sure that dr strange was showing up um mm-hmm. i'm struggling to some people were saying that you know pietro was fox quicksilver like a lot of things mm-hmm. that we were all thinking but people were like this is this is what's happening yeah. and like a couple people got a couple things right but for the most part a lot of them were like pretty off mm-hmm yeah, I mean, I think that's good. So we were sort of surprised. Like, um, I remember, like, I think I had kind of seen the Quicksilver thing, but like, it just, went everyone everywhere. Yeah, it but even, like, it was like on Twitter. Yeah, so but like that reveal when she like opens the door, I was still like, whoa. Yeah. Like I, I, I think that's pretty crazy. Um, and what a great reveal! I'm sure it also had you know, a pretty great payoff at the end of the show, right? Definitely, right? Right? Damn it. Right? It's not on. It's not on. What? Oh. Right? <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I didn't realize it wasn't on. That's embarrassing. So, one of the big, <laughs> if you haven't, I mean, yeah, you, everyone knows, but one yeah. of the big... Uh, reveals of the show was that evan peters showed up in wanda's fake reality to play her brother but in the mcu her brother's dead so evan Mm -hmm. peters played quicksilver in the x-men films so they're kind of the same character and everyone lost it when he showed up because everybody thought that wait a second did wanda open up the multiverse and grab pietra or peter in the x-men movies from that other universe and this confirms the multiverse no nope he was a dude named ralph wait for it boner boo Boo. stupid Uh, it was oh my Mm. like okay you know what okay i've been thinking about this this is yeah it's stupid and they like laugh at it like in the last episode when Monica like picks up the headshot, he's like, your name is Ralph Boner? And he's like, <laughs> Boner. But like, I and I think about, I think back to Iron Man 3 when the Mandarin was being built up and then at the very end, it's just an actor named Trevor Slate. Like, I liked that though. Yeah, okay. So what's the difference between that and this? So the, I think the difference is, A, it actually played a part in the story. So... The whole point of like the Mandarin fake out is mm-hmm. that it's actually this person. It's actually Aldrich Killian behind all the bad stuff. Happening it was Aldrin movie. all along. It was Aldrin all along. And the other thing is that we don't have a previous connection to this character. People wanted pe- people. Okay, say what you want about the X Men films; they have mm-hmm. a lot of problems. Pretty much everybody loves Evan Peters as Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. He's like almost universally loved by everybody, yeah. and they played it up on purpose as if he was going to be i think quicksilver there's even a line toward the end of the series where uh the villain is like uh oh he's just been my eyes and ears like she doesn't explain how she was able to control him or how he got his powers or anything and then the finale you expect some kind of explanation and it's just 
Nope, boner. Boner joke. Uh, I spare think, my life, and then he's gone forever. Yeah, I think that's the sort of icing on top of this rotting, sour, disappointing cake, is that it's a boner joke. Like, all that build-up, like, you know, the, the actor reveal in Iron Man 3, it's just his name is Trevor Slatery, whatever. But, like, this is, like they went out of their way. It's like, haha, boner, get it? Boner. And it's just, it, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like part of me doesn't want to be mad because I don't want to just be mad that my theory was wrong. No, I, I, but also, this feels like, this feels like, like a low blow, even for Marvel. They... I think it's we can kind of like if you thought that Mephisto was going to show up with one episode left like yeah. all right you kind of don't have any justification to be pissed this mm. was definitely something that they knew that they were going to like be adding to the they mystery. knew they exactly knew they were what they were up. doing and I think it would have been okay if the reveal was different because a like maybe don't make the stupid joke and make it like mm an actual realization and she like pulls the necklace off and he, t he has more than one line or mm. he actually shows up at the end of the episode to like apologize or something and be like oh i'm sorry like i didn't like i wasn't it wasn't like i was under can under a spell or something like yeah. he just says the line and then <laughs> we a, a, a pattern for the episode just disappears like yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah and <laughs> now everybody's Theory, even though we have the Ralph Boner joke, everyone's still clinging on to the Quicksilver theory because now they're saying, oh, Jimmy Woo is looking for this witness protection guy. And then when you go into witness protection, sometimes you change your name. Peter Maximoff is a goofball. What, what would he change his name to? Boner. And, and then they're like, oh, he laughs at his name because he had just chosen it. He wouldn't be laughing if he had this name always. This also brings up the point, like... <laughs> The character, even though whatever they're supposed to be a random person, they have super speed when they're inside of yeah. the X. So and is that just at, from Agatha, or is, like is that from in the necklace, or does he actually have super speed? In that case, why doesn't she just make an army of people who have super speed to like stop Wanda? Yeah, like I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to. I think we can yeah sort of, and i mean like it's yeah. in the end it's like whatever there it's fine i guess but, but i just like, didn't i don't i didn't like the way they went about it yeah but like just the fact that they put evan peters the guy who played quicksilver in the other in the x-men movies as pietro in the mcu and they even go like darcy says they recast pietro just like that level of meta humor like i so much appreciate I think if they quad, like squashed the theories earlier, I would have enjoyed it more because yeah. I'm like, oh, that was a fun meta joke instead of like, yeah. building it up until the finale and then just like pop in the balloon with no like. Yeah, and it's like they did like the little thing, like one just like what happened to your accent? And he's like, what happened to yours? Or then they do like the dead flash, like they did for Vision. Yeah, and, and it's, it's so it's like I don't know, I don't know, I don't, want, I don't want to get too yeah, heated yeah, on this. But, um, yeah, so that was a low point, and we can get to more of the low points. But let's talk about some of the high points. Yes. And there were many from the show. Absolutely. So, I guess we kind of already talked about it. Just the fact that we had that meta joke of Evan Peters and Quicksilver. That the, was awesome. The reveal was just incredible. Like, they pan she opens the door, has a shocked face. Uh, Vision's like, Wanda, who is this? And mm -hmm. then pan back, and you see the gray hair that like, And you know exactly off. what's going on. And yeah. then... It's like you see the gray hair. It's like, whoa, is that Quicksilver? And then it cuts and it's like, whoa, it's Evan Peters as Quicksilver. It was oh, so my good. God. But um, so that was good. Uh, another high point. Uh, this was in the last episode, White Vision. That was cool. I thought that was cool. I mean, it seemed a little lame at first, but the the philosophical discussion that Vision and White Vision have about like the ship of Theseus, like that whole thing is really, really interesting. Like. It starts out that they just have like a big CGI fight and they're like, you know, punching each other, like, boom, cool. boom, boom, boom. It does look cool. But then they like stop and they like, like, uh, vision destroys white vision with facts and logic. Yeah. And I think that is just so cool because I feel like that's sort of true to vision's character. Like vision, when he was creating the age of Ultron, he was like spitting out all this philosophical wisdom without really like fighting that much. <laughs> 
So I think he's if he's more like the good parts of what Ultron was supposed to be, it should be like about peace and solving conflicts without violence. So I think that was really, really cool. Yeah, and it was a good balance of cool fight scene because both those characters are OP as hell. And like also not doing something cheap to like kill him. Like there's no other way they would have been able to take one of the other down. Um, I... Also, this was something that I and a lot of people online like were <laughs> theorizing about throughout the show that because you see all this stuff about sword and like they're why do they want to know about vision and like mm-hmm. the director has this like secret file and people were like, It's white vision, it's white vision, it's white vision. They're gonna take vision's body and they're gonna mm-hmm. make him white vision. And then they did, and it was so cool. <laughs> yeah, so that's like another thing, like you know, if if you know the things from the comics, then you're like, Oh, I think it's going to go this way, and then it doesn't. It's satisfying. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that's not like a ra- super radical theory that's like so out of left field. I think that like makes sense. So if you're thinking about the comics that they like base the show off of. Um, but yeah, I thought that was cool. You know, oh, another high point just the whole concept of the show yeah, is so, so cool. Like, and, you know, I feel like a lot of people have been complaining that. There's a Marvel formula and like all the MCU ha- movies have like similar beats and like Infinity War and Endgame are like different, but like all the other ones, they sort of have the same kind of thing. They have like a kind of lame villain. Um, you know, they have this fight scene. There's like a twist, but like this whole show is just so like out there, like Wanda creating a fake reality that is based off of like old sitcoms that she watched and it's just such an interesting plot. Like, I just, like, I watched the first episode, and it's like, you know, it's like the Dick Van Dyke show in the 50s. And I'm like, that's, that by itself is, like, cool. Like, I remember when the first couple episodes came out, people were like, oh, this is lame. It's boring. Nothing's happening. Like, it's it's a cute little sitcom stuff. Yeah, I, I'm going to call, call someone out, I guess, but I don't remember Do my it. name. I'm not going to call them my oh. name. But I was at a place and doing things, and... Mm. Uh, someone was telling somebody like, hey, did you watch the, the new WandaVision episode? This is when the, the first Sword one with Monica came out. Oh, okay. And they were like, I think, they were like, oh, I haven't watched it yet. Is it good? They're like, yeah, the first three episodes kind of suck, but the fourth one's good. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, like the first three uh, episodes are great. <laughs> it's, I think, and I think something that like a lot of people sort of did, they like, I'm trying to, how am I phrasing this? Like, they were too focused on, like, connections. And you're like, oh, WandaVision is going to set up the X-Men or the Fantastic Four or the multiverse. But, like, like that was the big problem with, like, the Sony Spider-Man movies. Like, they tried to set up too much. So, like, Even this, Marvel movies earlier. Yeah, like, I feel like Iron Man 2 and Age of Ultron both, like, set up a lot of stuff. And, uh, but, like, WandaVision... It's just a show about Wanda dealing with grief and like it's uh, about her and it's like developing her character. I don't, I don't think it has to be everything, and that's why it's like a sh- it's a show specifically for her. It's not like a movie. The it's like part of the, it's part of the Marvel cinema, but it's, it seems like its own separate thing that's yeah. just sort of like building up characters. And I think that's what these shows are supposed to do. Yeah. Also like they just nailed all the aesthetic. Like we watched the, they just came out with a behind the scenes Mm. special and they put so much effort into making the, the time periods as accurate as possible. Like for the fifties and sixties, they, they found lighting that was the type of lighting you'd use on those shows. They filmed in front of a live studio Mm. audience. They They did like old camera tricks. So the, the effects would look super cheesy because that's what it looked like back then. Like, the dialogue was super cheesy. Um, it's like you're immersed in this, like, sitcom. It's like, oh, it's the 50s. But then, like, the dude starts choking. And it's like, what? Huh? Or, like, you're immersed in, like, the 60s. And then you hear the radio, Wanda, who's doing it. And you're like... So it's like the little things, and it really, like, builds up the suspense. Yeah, and they... I know you would always talk about how... Your mom, when you would watch it with your family, your mom mm-hmm. would always point out, like, the references to each sitcom. Mm-hmm. Like, they definitely... Tons of inspiration from the sitcoms of every decade. and like yeah. But it doesn't feel like a parody. Like, it feels like a... An like homage. A yeah. Yeah. And the theme songs. Ugh. All the themes... All the songs from this show are great. Do you have a favorite? Um, 
I mean, I guess I feel like this is sort of the normie answer, but I love the 60s one. I I think my favorite was the 70s one just cuz I like I don't know, I like that decade, but mm-hmm. also that was also good. Just like the like the ba 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 like that type oh. of music. Oh, so and it's good. like music theory nerd moment. Like all, even though all these songs are from different decades and they like all sound so different, they still they all use that same like little like progression of notes, like the da 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 the Wanda Vision, and it's like they all have that in each theme song even though they're all like wildly different i just think that's so cool and i think the the writers of the music said that that was like the devil's interval or something like, yes which mm. doesn't actually mean anything in the show but yeah it's still like a cool everyone's like oh mephisto but like that's like so cool because it's like kind of like scary and spooky like mon is taking control of all these people um yeah, but overall, the show concept overall is really cool. Uh, and I also like how it highlighted some, like, side characters from the MCU. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you've been on TikTok for, like, two seconds, you know that everybody loves Randall Park and Jimmy Woo. Um, I think Darcy was... I mean, I think she was okay in the other the first couple Thor movies, but, like, they made her a lot better here. I yeah. feel like she fits better here. Uh, Monica... Um, I mean, hey, I know she's from Captain Marvel, but, like, I really like her. Yeah. Um, and I really liked a lot of the, like, Westview residents as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite was Norm. I think Ooh. a lot of people's favorite is Norm. He, if you haven't watched the show, I guess he's the guy who works with Vision at the office in the fake reality. And there's the one scene in... I don't remember which episode. I think it's um, the... It's the, the 80s se- episode. The 80s, when they have the dog. Yeah, yeah. and Vision's, like, confused because a weird thing happens, and he, like, goes into Norm's mind. <clears throat> Norm freaks out because he's, like, out of the spell, and then he puts him back in, and he immediately goes to, like, a stupid joke that would be on the show. He's like, he's like, where's my sister? Like, I gotta, I gotta, call, my, I gotta call my sister. And then he puts him back, and he's like, so, if I were to send an email... Where, Where would I, I put, put the, the stamp? stamp? And uh, I just love that guy. It's just like, and like the way that he like turned on a hat, like that, the actor is great. He's on TikTok and he's <laughs> very active with the, he like likes everyone's message. Mm-hmm. He'll respond to people. He, he One just, guy. he I jokes like about guy. like having to work. Cause so he's like in bed and he's like answering a response. Like, Oh, can you tell me anything that happens in the next episode <laughs> of WandaVision? He's like, well, uh, He's like, what, you're trying to get me fired? Like, you know how expensive it is to live in L.A.? I gotta work. Like, his stuff's hilarious. Yeah. I love Norm. I love Herb, too. Herb. Um, he's great. Like, all, like, all the little side characters, um, they're all great. Um, and then, obviously, Agnes slash Agatha Harkness. Um, she is just... I think she's so charismatic and as, like, the nosy neighbor. Um, and then she was the villain all along and obviously the song Agatha all along is also great. Um, but I thought she was a good villain. It's like, we all, it's like everybody knew that she was Agatha, but still like the reveal was like, Whoa, like it was still like really cool. Yeah. And then, you know, her doing like the magic and like the flashback, like she was, you know, burned at the stake at the Salem witch trials, but she survived. And now she's like, trying to get Wanda's power and she has the dark hold, oh. you know, that book from agents of shield. Yes. Uh, incredible. Yeah. Well, uh, I just want you to tell what happened in that episode when you, when they talked about the dark. Yeah. Hold. So, I mean, if you haven't watched agents of shield, the dark hold is a, is a magical book that causes a lot of damage to people, but, um, mm-hmm. it's a big plot point for like one half of one of the seasons. And, the movies and shows have never really mentioned Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. before. And then <coughs> Agatha, she's, like, explaining stuff to Wanda. And she's like, your name is, like, or your, like, powers are in the dark hold. And she pulls it out. And I had to pause the show. Because I was like, Matthew and Max are there. I was like, you guys don't understand. Like, this is a really big deal for me. <laughs> like, I lost it there for a second. Yeah. Um, but people are like, oh, that means that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't canon. I don't think that's true. Just because. A oh, multiverse, maybe? We'll yeah, see. and they, yeah, but yeah, and then there are all the rumors that Coulson and uh, Daisy Johnson are going to show up in Secret Invasion and all that. So I'm hoping for more connection. I hope we'll see. Okay, so lots of highs. 
Obviously, overall, very good show. Uh, but there were some low points. Uh, obviously, we've talked enough about Ralph Boner. Stupid reveal. Um, I think, and we kind of touched on this before. Some parts of the finale were a little disappointing, and it was kind of. I think it was kind of due to COVID. Uh, I think it's like some of it was, but some, some of it was just like it felt very Marvel. It felt like the Marvel formula. Yeah, a it did bit. feel like the ending of a Marvel movie. Yeah. So like the good parts of it, but also like not some of the not good parts. Like you know, like Monica wasn't really in the episode that much. Darcy like hit Hayward with a truck and then said like see you have fun in prison and then didn't show Dipped up at all white vision dips um, he just flies off so like where's white vision going and like i know <laughs> a lot of that's to set things up for the future but mm-hmm. like i don't know i one of my biggest issues was that i don't know like some of the stuff just didn't make sense to me like i was talking with yeah. matthew and we were like as the finale was happening, we were like, what is Hayward trying to do again? Like, why does he want to kill Wanda? Yeah. Like, why is he doing this? We even were a little confused at why Agatha wanted Wanda's power so much. Like, it just is like, I want your power. And it's it doesn't seem like she... She does all these monologues and stuff, but isn't ever really... Yeah. She's just like, you're super dangerous, Like, but I want your power. Like... We thought the motivations were a little unclear sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I, I think that's a valid point. Like, I thought they were sort of building her up to, like, be the more ha-ha-ha bad guy. But then she's just like, it's, it's, it's like Wanda, but she's, oh, she's, she's bad. She's bad Wanda. Bad Wanda. <laughs> so um, I feel like Agatha in the finale was sort of like, eh, but eh, still cool. Yeah. Um, Big disappointment for a lot of people. No Mephisto, but I knew Mephisto no, was yeah, going to show I, up. I, I, they, um, yeah, whatever. They they are still cool without my. Face. I don't know. My my other big issue <laughs> is that it felt like there were absolutely zero consequences for anything that Wanda did. Um, yeah, she like kidnapped a whole town and tortured then, them. Yeah, I, I like. I don't know. There's the whole like Wanda is the villain. Like I, I, I don't know. I feel like she's grieving and she didn't. But so really... is it. the blip just okay. happened. Every well, person okay. was grieving. I know. I know. But like. And I feel like it also sort of, like, she, like, she didn't really understand what was happening at first. But then she did, and she kept doing it. And I I don't know. The biggest thing is that at the end, Monica's like, they might hate you. They don't know how much you sacrificed. What? I don't know what she sacrificed. (laughs) Or she's like, she's like, I understand you. Like, I would have done the same thing. Like, sure, I'm sure everyone would have done the same thing. But also, you almost killed these people. And also... They were like, we have your nightmare. Like, please let me see my children. Um, like, I, d- I can't have yeah. my own thoughts. Mm. It's... I mean... I hope they address this in the next Doctor Strange movie because she kind of just dips also at the yeah. end. Although, it, I think it would be kind of interesting if Wanda, like, low-key becomes a villain because... I think at least that like would... an antagonist. Maybe yeah. not like villain. Yeah. Because she kind of started out as like a villain then became yeah. a hero, but like... I don't know, I, but I feel like this show has like given her a lot of development. I think she's sort of learning to let or like process grief or something, and she's yeah. sort of like being like learning about who she is. She's the Scarlet Witch, and then at the end, now she's using the dark hole, and we can hear her kids screaming. So it's like she's trying to bring them back, which is interesting. Um, so let's talk for a little bit about you know we mentioned a little bit before uh, how COVID. Kind of, and restrictions kind of affected the production, um, and there, I think there's like a little bit yeah, of thing like we, you know, um, they some of the CGI was a little unfinished, so they couldn't the finale especially. It looked some yeah. of like the hex like magic stuff looked a little like you could tell it was wire work, yeah. and like it looked a little off. Uh-huh. Um, like it wasn't terrible, no, but like no, you no, could no. like you could notice, and you can kind of like understand because they all had to work from home mm-hmm. for the end. Yeah, and I I think the biggest change was because Doctor Strange two got pushed to like twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um, I so now they have like more time between WandaVision and Doctor Strange, so WandaVision couldn't lead like directly into into Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I think that's why everybody thought that Doctor Strange was going to show up because the next Marvel thing was going to be Doctor Strange the Multiverse yeah. of Madness, so that would have made sense. So I think they had to like cut that, and now it's sort of just like vague, like oh she's learning about the Dark Hole and her powers. And I just realized I think like 
Because originally this show was going to, like, I think two weeks later, Doctor Strange is going to come mm-hmm. out after it ended. Maybe all the, and I'm not saying that Mephisto is happening, but, like, maybe all those teases were because something was going to happen in the next movie. But, anyway, that's just a random thought I had. But Maybe. One of, I think the biggest place where it was obvious COVID was an issue was, like, one of the last scenes of the show. Monica says or Wanda's like where's Darcy or Jimmy's like where's Darcy and she's like oh she said debriefs are for the week and I think it's been confirmed like they just couldn't get her back during COVID to film that they were all standing far apart um (laughs) and I heard about a deleted scene I don't know if it was because of COVID but I thought it was because like they couldn't finish the VFX yeah I think they couldn't finish the the special effects and it was I think I would have really enjoyed this (laughs) um it was gonna be like Monica the kids and Darcy and Ralph we're going to go into Agatha's basement to try to steal the Darkhold. Mm-hmm. And they would run into her rabbit, Senior Scratchy, who would turn into a demon that they would have to fight. Like, that would have been awesome. And I think more Ralph, instead of just like, oh, spam me, then maybe he would have, like, teamed up with them. It's like, oh, now I'm a good guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, that would have been good to, like, now we're going to see him again. And that would have been really cool, seeing the rabbit turn into a demon. But, like... Maybe Senior Scratchy's Mephisto. People said that, like, legitimately. Were they like, said oh, Mephisto. They said that everybody was Mephisto. Good, uh, good uh, transition point into. There were lots and lots of fan theories, and I think people sort of like it. It was like I made the comparison that like some Taylor Swift fans. Um, you know, they see like the number 13, they do all this like math and like, oh, Taylor Swift's dropping this album then, and, you know, 13's her number, so it's going to have like 26, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like that level of like, you'd see the color red and it's like, oh, that's Mephisto. <laughs> um, so Senior Scratch is Mephisto. Ralph is Mephisto. The kids are Mephisto. The kids are Mephisto. Um, Vision is Mephisto. Vision is Mephisto. Uh, Quicksilver is Mephisto. And if, if you don't know Mephisto, he's a comics character. He's basically Satan, who I think in one of the comics lines like tries to steal Wanda's kids or something. Yeah, he makes deals with people, mm-hmm. um, kind of like the, the old devil. stories of people like making deals with the devil that yeah. they can't like commit to. But I think one thing that sort of squashed that, at least for me, um, in China, which is like a big box office thing for Disney, uh, they like don't show any move media that like shows ghosts or demons. Mm. So I think right from there. So if they put Mephisto in the show, then they couldn't show it in China. And that would have been a big like profit loss. Mm. So I was like, okay, so then Mephisto's not going to show up. Uh, but that was a big thing. Then we talked about the Evan Peters is actually Quicksilver from the Fox universe, which I still, I still have hope. Uh, I don't want to be too hopeful. I'm not going to, like, put too much stock, but I think if they, like, if the fan backlash is that bad, they might retcon it, and I would like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and then Paul Bettany said something dumb. Yeah. He said that there was a big cameo with an actor that he's always wanted to work with. Who was that actor? Paul Bettany. (laughs) He was referring to White Vision, but now with that, and I think some people sort of twisted uh, Elizabeth Olsen's words and they started saying there would be a cameo at the level of Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. Yeah, there was a lot of misinformation. Right? That was one that people were like, she said this when she really she, someone, so I think the actual thing was an interviewer asked, like, is there a bit, are there, is there like a big cameo that no one's guessed yet? And she said, yes. And then everyone said that Kevin Feige had confirmed that the last three episodes were an hour long and he never said that. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> But, yeah, but there was a lot of thought as to what the big cameo would be. Um, Doctor Strange was thrown around. Um, Mr. Fantastic, people said that he was the aerospace engineer that Monica called. And I think, that like, that's another thing. Like, she, they're like, oh, I have an aerospace engineer friend. And then they cut to her texting. So, like, I think that's another thing that they're sort of, like, set up, but then, like, we don't see it. Unless it was that one lady that was, gunner. like... People said that she might be a scroll. I don't know. But... I don't know. Uh, but Mr. Fantastic, they thought it would be Professor X showing up at the end, like Wanda. Let me teach you how to use your mutant powers. Dumb. Nightmare, like we said before, Magneto, because that's her father in the uh, in the comics. And now they showed her father in the flashback episode, 
uh, Oleg Maximoff. That's his name. Oleg. Yeah. And I saw it and I'm like, that actor is not famous enough to be Magneto. So it's probably not Magneto. Yeah. Um, Toby Maguire. What? <clears throat> uh, people, uh, people thought that Spider-Man, Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield would show up because they all think that they're going to show up in Spider-Man 3 or Spider-Man No Way Home is now the official title. Uh, so they thought they would show up in WandaVision. I, I don't know. They just, any any big name from the Marvel universe, that was theorized. And I'm list or like, I'm kind of, I go out in like the leak communities and stuff. And there was mm-hmm. someone, people got so invested in this comment that they made like, they compiled a list of all the people who Paul Bettany has worked with that, like, they could cross off the list that would not be oh in the episode. God. And I think that's so funny that it was just himself. It was just himself. <laughs> and, like, he even said, like, at, like, towards the end, like, when we were getting to the finale, he's like, people are going to be really mad when they find out it was just me. <laughs> oh, Paul Bettany. I think, like, that's just, that's hilarious. I think it's pretty funny. Um, and then another thing, um, Wanda creates mutants, which she kind of did she i guess created a superhero at least yeah now because now monica is photon she has her powers which are which shown they didn't off even really explain the what finale they were. <laughs> um but uh so she can like turn into anything on the electromagnetic spectrum so i think like that's why she when she walked into the hex like she could see like the electric beams or like uh... she could see the stars in the sky even though it was the daytime because you're like she could see through like all the the ultraviolet rays or whatever in the sky. Cool. And then when Hayward was going to shoot the kids, which why? by the way, why was he going to shoot little children? I just, Tyler Hayward is just terrible. Uh, but she like, I think she kind of like turned into light and absorbed the bullets. So then they just mm. sort of like, she yeah. turned into ballistic gel from Mythbusters and <laughs> they shoot those with the guns. That's what she turned into. And that's <laughs> confirmed. Um, so I think that's kind of her powers, but I think she like got them from entering the hex, which was Wanda's creation. So in a way, Wanda created a superhero. Is she a mutant? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. I don't know. But uh, so there, there were a lot of fan theories, and they were like all wrong. And I <laughs> think I think people were sort of disappointed in the finale. I think a lot of people, the reason why they were disappointed was because their fan theories are wrong, and I, I don't like that. I yeah. think just enjoy it for what it is. I think you don't always have to be right. You could just be surprised. And as much as the issues I have with the finale, not even involving that, like this, there was some really good stuff, like the emotional, like goodbyes that everybody. Oh, has, that like, was. Show. Oh my god! I watched it a second time, and I was like, "Wow!" Like I, I wasn't paying attention to this as much because I was like, <coughs> "What's gonna happen?" Yeah. Like Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany were fantastic in this show. They made me care about Wanda and Vision, I two know. characters that I didn't really care about before. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking about when they first announced the show, and we were like, "Wanda Vision, what a stupid yeah, we were title!" Like, That's just dumb. We were like, really not looking forward to the show, but this was a really good show. And I don't think it's just because we hadn't had any MCU content in no. the year. Like, I think we... it was legitimately good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So now show's over and. Although it was mostly focused on Wanda and Vision, they do set some stuff up for the future, I think. Yeah. So, after credit scene, Wanda's reading the Darkhold. So, this will probably bring her to Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange 2. Um, there's the whole thing with Ralph Boner. Ugh. I don't think he's gone. That's a stupid-ass way to yeah. dump him from the MCU. Just like, like a huge meta joke, and then he's gone. Like, I don't think they'd do that. They, I mean, hey, they brought... Uh, the fake Mandarin back in that one shot so they could... And now they're going to have the real Mandarin in Shang-Chi. So I feel like they got to do something with this guy. They're but, not, they don't get... You don't get Evan Peters who play that role and then just dump him. That, yeah, that not fast. for the... Like a meta joke of that level. And even in the sub... In the like the audio sub... Like not the subtitles, but like the audio description. It says... Um, Evan Pierce, the the Quicksilver from the X Men movies. I, I think they just did that though, so people who like are vision impaired can get the same reaction. As yeah, they did. I don't think that the audio description isn't like canon. But... I mean, but it's like it's like it made a point to show that. Yeah. So it's like so they it's so they knew exactly what they were doing. Yes. So, but um, I don't know. We also found out in the other post credit scene that Monica 
uh, Nick Fury wants Monica to go up well, to Well, I don't know. It's just somebody. Well, it's either Nick Fury or Talos or Captain Marvel or someone um, who wants Monica to go up to space to work at the S.W.O.R.D., like, like a space headquarters. <laughs> and it turns out, like, a scroll, like, talks to her about it. Yeah. And she's like, the person wants you, like, and then points to the sky. Yeah. But uh, I think that makes sense because WandaVision takes place before Spider-Man Far From Home. And as we know from that, Nick, the real Nick Fury is up in space at S.W.O.R.D. headquarters. So it's probably Nick Fury saying, okay, Monica, let's go let's go up to space. Yeah. Um, then at the end, after the Ship of Theseus discussion, White Vision is sort of like, I am Vision. And now he has all like the memories. But no emotions. Of no, but no emotions of Vision. Uh, and then he just kind of flies off. So he's somewhere well i wonder yeah, i have no idea where they could even pull him out like where where would he show up that makes sense armor wars armor uh, uh <laughs> yeah i, I don't Moon know night he'll be like i i look like you I'm <laughs> oh god um but he's somewhere they'll announce the white vision show yeah um hopefully more dr darcy in the future i think yeah she said she's doing more stuff in the mcu i think yeah. <laughs> so that's exciting i like her i just think uh she did, like natalie portman she just kind of got a not a great script in the first two thor movies so i'm excited to see her see more of her in the future maybe she shows up in the new thor because natalie portman's in that maybe she makes like a cameo at the beginning or something that'd be cool oh yeah that'd be cool because uh, i think a big uh, plot point. This is not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. I think a plot point is that going to be that Jane has cancer because that's like a thing in the comics. Oh yeah, yeah. And so like maybe Darcy's like seeing her before. Yeah, they're, they're friends. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then some people think Wanda will show up in Spider-Man Three with Doctor Strange. That'd be cool. And I guess, I guess going off of that, people think Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man Three. He is. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot that was confirmed. Um, yeah, so I think that would be cool. And uh, the more multiverse nonsense, hopefully. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of hype for a Jimmy Woo show that people want, like an X-Files type show where Jimmy Woo does all these investigations of paranormal things. Well, guess what, people? There's already a show just like that. It's called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you all didn't want to watch it, but it's great. Yeah. Yeah. But Uh, I would like to see more Jimmy Woo in the future. I agree. I think he's fun. Um... I think we're probably going to wrap up, but we should talk a little bit about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, because that's coming next. Um, I mean, like I said, I am excited for the show more so than before. Uh, I think it's going to be more general, like, action show. So, like, WandaVision was very, like, mystery. Uh, Nobody knows what's going on. What's going to happen? So I think this will be a little more straightforward. So I feel like there aren't going to be as many theories as there were for this show. there will be. You know there will Ugh, be. And I'm promising go I'm going to make my own promise to stay away from the leaks this time. You heard it here first, folks. Hold him accountable. Yeah, hold me accountable <laughs> because otherwise I won't. Um, because, like, I think I only maybe know what people have been theorizing, like, just about basic plot stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know nothing really going in. So nice. Excited. Good. Um, yeah, so I think... A couple things that we kind of already know. You know, there's U.S. agent who is the government's Captain America. So I think I've heard that they're going to be um, the country sort of going to be dealing with the fact that this new Captain America is black. So I think there's going to be some like race things. Um, uh, I was going to say something else. Oh, um, people think that we're going to see Captain Steve Rogers funeral no. in the first episode. Uh-uh. No. I feel like it'll happen. Because in the trailer, they showed, like, um, a picture of the old Captain America. And I think it said, like, uh, I don't think, uh, no, I didn't say anything. But, like, but it's, uh, Sam was wearing a suit. So, as if he came from a funeral. No. So, I know. Uh, get, get ready, folks. We're probably going to see I that. know for a fact one of the things is that they're going to try to stop a group called, like, the Flag Smashers. Yeah. And I think they're, like, an anarchist group. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the girl from Solo and Fist Nest. I thought I thought I saw someone from Marvel say that, like they had to work with stuff like the pandemic changed stuff, but they're adding more stuff about like race 
because of like racial stuff in the mm-hmm. U.S. And I, I thought something about a virus, but that could be untrue. I haven't uh, seen I haven't seen anything about that. Yeah. But. Um, and then Zemo's going to show up. That's going to be cool. Wearing his purple mask. Sharon Carter will be back doing something. Yeah, doing something that isn't making out with her aunt's boyfriend, who could possibly be her uncle. <laughs> okay. Um. Oof. But yeah, I'm excited for the show. Red Wing. Red yeah. Wing. Nice. Um. I think I'm excited for the show and I'm looking forward to watching it. It's, I think they're all going to be more consistent with their times. I think they're all going to be like 40, 50 minutes each. And I'm fine with that. It's only oh, that six that's episodes. good. Yeah. So yeah, I am excited for this. All yeah. right. Uh, but I think that just about wraps everything up. Thank you everybody for listening. Make sure to follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at WC in the morning. And make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Just search Will and Christian in the Morning. Make sure to listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Rate five stars. Yeah. Um, And, you know, we've been busy, but I think we're going to try to, you know, do this more whenever we can. Yeah. Uh, So stay tuned. So thank you again, everybody, for watching. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.